Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studio. We'll do it live. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. Wow. TireRack.com is the way a tire buying should be. And this right here, the odd couple, is the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or SiriusXM Channel 83, however you may be listening, for the next three hours, you won't be sorry. With that said, let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man? What's happening? How are you, Mr. Chris Broussard? I'm great. You were looking for your microphone. Yeah, I was a little uh, discombobulated, (laughs) discombobulated. I don't know. I was all uh, frazzled. But uh, all is good. And what is today? Uh, Friday, a great weekend. That's right. And uh, I do want to say tomorrow, Chris, I have a a little meet and greet tomorrow. I'm going to be out with the... with the sports and uh, sneakerheads folks, I'm doing a little uh, meet and greet at Urban City Fashion. It's in Culver City on, on uh, Sepulveda Boulevard tomorrow from noon to 3. So I'll be out there shaking hands, kissing babies. There might be some clothes of mine, both new and used, for sale. <laughs> used? <laughs> new and used. It's a, it's a store that you could trade clothes and stuff at. So you got you gonna have some odd couple stuff for sale? There might be a couple pieces. MLB bro, C- couple pieces, All and right. and uh, yeah. So that's tomorrow, noon to three, uh, out here. And uh, Freddie is the owner of the place, man. Great guy. So I'll be out there. All right. All right. Well, let's introduce the odd couple crew. Of course, the super producer Rob G is in the house. 
running things on the ones and twos. DJ Alex Tyshirt. Where you at, Alex? I'm in the crates. <laughs> it's a funky flashback Friday. He's dusty uh, on the updates. Our man. Hey, Steve. Steve DeSager. And, of course, on the social media, the always professional Elijah Sabunia. We got Mike Golick Jr., Co-host of the Gojo and Golik podcast. Are, are you sure? The last time team. we missed him, didn't he? Are you sure we got him? He, All we, right. I just want to make sure. At the bottom of the hour. That's the wow. last strike. You can't do that to the odd couple. I'm just saying. All right, Rob. Speaking of uh, last strikes, this really isn't the last strike, but guys who are down on their luck, let's put it that way, uh, Two quarterbacks. One was in action last night, Russell Wilson. And, uh, boy, uh, I, I, I would say when I look at this season from hell for the Denver Broncos, one in five is their record. Worst start in years. And think about the game that they won. They were down like 28 nothing or right. something, 20 start right. to the Bears. And somehow the Bears let them get off the mat. They, they should be winless. Horrific. They should be winless. And they lost to the Jets and Zach Wilson. That, lost that to the Jets at home. To know. That tells you. And, and Zach right. Wilson exactly. didn't even throw a touchdown, Chris. It wasn't like Zach Wilson I mean, had that's this. No had this a great game or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an of anomaly. He didn't have a great right. game. And they still won easily. It won by 10. And last night, they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs 19 8. Okay. The, the Chiefs didn't destroy them. Well, when you go one for five handily. in the red zone, that's why it wasn't right. a blowout. Right, and um, Russell Wilson, Rob, threw for 95 yards. One touchdown and two interceptions, was sacked four times. Now, like I said, I blame the lion's share of this disastrous season on Sean Payton. But last night, while Payton certainly wasn't awesome (laughs) by any stretch, he called, remember that timeout he called? Uh, right before the end of the first half when his team was about to punt on fourth down and it gave Kansas City just enough time to it, field the punt, get in field goal position and kick terrible, the field Terrible, Chris. Terrible. Just hor- just, that just, was, if he was Nat Hackett, he would oh, be he would, destroyed. He would have been destroyed for today. That. Like, right. like, it's just awful. So while he is mainly responsible, I think, for this horrible season, last night it was on Russell Wilson. And then there's another quarterback, Rob, who won't be in action this Sunday for the second straight game. He's got a bruised shoulder. Uh, Deshaun Watson. And here's what I want to say about these two guys, Rob. It's a phrase that we've all heard before. But you should take heed sometimes. Be careful what you wish for. Russell Wilson, Rob had it going on in Seattle. Nine Pro Bowls, an undoubted Hall of Famer. One Super Bowl, two Super Bowl appearances. I mean, he was clear. Only thing he didn't have was MVP. And everybody was like, wow, he didn't even have an MVP vote. That's shocking. And he at some point decided he wanted to cook. He wanted a new scenery. He wanted to move on. He wanted to be free away from Pete Carroll. He wanted to do his own thing. Well, he got his wish. He went to Denver. 
I'll be the first to admit, I thought Russell was going to be the one to do well and Pete Carroll was going to be the one to struggle. It's been the reverse. And now Russell Wilson may very well be on his way to getting cut in the offseason, and then who knows we will pick him up. His Hall of Fame status, I think, Rob, is maybe in some question. Maybe. I'm not a voter. I don't know what they'll do, but I think it's probably in some question right now. And then Deshaun Watson, Rob, in Houston, three straight Pro Bowls, led the league in passing yards, threw 33 touchdowns his last season. And, and I get it. The franchise was not being run well. Right, They had let, uh, let go of several great players. So I get his frustration. But, Rob, it all began to go downhill when he decided he wanted out for whatever reason. And, and you know, obviously he was into some other stuff <laughs> that came out. But, and maybe, obviously, if he had stayed there and it would have came out, it still would have been a problem. But it began with him wanting to go elsewhere. And he got his wish, and he got the best contract in the history of football. But, man, he's if, – if, if he's mediocre right now, that's a compliment. He might not even be a mediocre quarterback right now. So, Rob, these are two guys that, at least at this point, it looks like they made a couple of bad decisions, bad moves. Here's my only pushback on you on this. I don't think that staying where they were meant that that things were going to be better than where they are. Because I, I, I'm i just not convinced that either one, uh, because if he would have been uh, Deshaun Watson out for two years and came back, I'm not so sure where he would be. And Russell Wilson, Chris, as much as everybody thought it was, uh, add water, stir, and you're going to the Super Bowl because they finally got their quarterback they're looking for. I, you know, people from Seattle called us. You know that on the show. and was like, oh, really? Oh, just wait till you watch him. He ain't the guy that people are making him out to be. We've been watching this deterioration for a while. We're, not, we're watching from afar. Those are fans watching day in and day out. And they called it. I mean, they did. They called it. They were like, ah, we'll, we'll wait and see. And it has been bad. So I'm, I, I hear you about looking for greener pastures or whatever, but – Deshaun Watson, he got paid. He got the, the ridiculous contract, so he got that. And that only happened because he was able to force his way out of there and, and, and go to Cleveland where they were desperate for a quarterback, and so they paid up. And uh, Russell Wilson got paid too, a gigantic contract that hadn't even – the extension hadn't even kicked in yet. So he can say, okay, things aren't going great here. Got paid. I'll get my money. I won a Super Bowl. I've been to – uh, Pro Bowl, I did all that. Pro Bowls, all that. What can I do? It ain't just me. The defense gave up a 70-piece. We had a, a first-year coach in Nathaniel Hackett who was awful. You know, like he could justify that a lot of it. And I'm not saying last year he not didn't play well. to anybody well. else, maybe to himself. Yeah, but, I mean, there are other extenuating circumstances. That's all I'm saying. So I, I hear the wishing for greener pastures and all that, and it doesn't always amount to that. But I don't think either one of them are going to lose any sleep about where they are. Oh, I do. I, I mean, if you're competitive, this has to eat you up. I mean, if I'm Russell Wilson was paid already and was going to probably get paid again, he would have got. That's where I d- disagree. 
I think he would have got paid whether it was in Seattle or if they Not decided on their own to trade. He still would have been filthy rich. He would have got tons of money. And he was leading them to the playoffs essentially every year. And I now he may have struggled, you know, but we never saw him ever look this bad in Seattle. He was in a system that was built around him that he obviously could prosper in. So I think he would have been fine. And Deshaun, Rob, remember Deshaun sat out that one season, that first season, just on his own of his own volition. Like he didn't have to sit out. That's the thing. So now again, all of the stuff that came out, if that would have come out in Houston, yes, he still would have been in trouble. But maybe it wouldn't have. Who knows? Um, but I think the bottom line is he didn't have to sit out that one year in Houston that he did. He didn't want to play, and for some reason, the Texans let him have his way. But uh, let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Are Russell Wilson and Deshaun Wash Watson cautionary tales of be careful what you ask for. The grass is not always greener on the other side of the fence. It's your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. 
my best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is the Odd Couple, live from the TireRack.com studios. And if you're looking to use your debit card instead of your credit card, which I do all the time, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Are Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson cautionaries tells? That the grass is not always greener on the other side of the fence. You'll turn away. All right, Jeff in Idaho. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jeff? Hey, guys. I love the show. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Some, sometimes you guys drive me crazy. That's all uh, right. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm 61, and you guys aren't as old as me, but I like guys who are around. Rod's close. So Whatever, Chris. You are. <laughs> Hey, uh, Chris, I think you, if you thought Pete Carroll and the Seahawks would be worse off without Russell, I don't think you were paying attention. I think uh, I think Rob's got it right. The last three years that he was in Seattle, the Seattle fans could see it. He had lost mobility. Uh, he looked confused. Yep. He snapped. He was crum- crumbling in the pocket, and he had turned into a diva. And Seattle fans knew this, and we were glad to well, – I shouldn't speak for everybody, but at least me, I was glad to get rid of him. You're not the well, only one because people called years, up. His last three years, it was 31 touchdown passes, five picks, 40 TDs, 13 picks, and 25 TDs, six picks, and 14 games. So, I mean, he, he has some production. And Pete Carroll did not do much in the NFL before he got a hold of Russell Wilson. But he has since, so give Pete credit now, but he hadn't done a lot before Russ got there in, in the NFL, not college. Last year was a great year for Pete Carroll. Yeah, it was. it was. unbelievable. And this year is a great year so far. Yeah, no, they're off to a good yeah. start again. Yeah. Uh, Gene in Georgia, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Gene? Hey, how y'all doing, gentlemen? Doing great. We're good, man. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. Hey, keep it quick um, on my end. This is not a football decision that they made. They made a business decision, especially when you want to talk about Deshaun Watson. He didn't care where he went. It was about how much money he was going to get. Well, Russell he Wilson, already had that huge contract. I mean, I he, he was that, sick, though. He was sick of Houston. And I get it, because remember, Houston's front office was a wreck. So he, was, he had reason to be upset. 
But I, at that point, he was in the middle of a huge contract already. Let me let me go back to something real quick. It wasn't about what he wanted at that point in time in Houston. Houston didn't want him. So he had to make a move. When what do you mean they didn't move, want him? With all the controversy and everything going on with him, Houston no, this was, was before. Let, no. This was before all that. He had requested a trade. He had signed the huge contract. Was up trade upset? They traded D Hop and and many other players before he, he, De, DeAndre Hopkins. Well, he signed the contract after that, so I, that was one right. of my no, biggest right. issues. He did. He, yes, he signed it. it at, right. He, he signed it, Rob, and then requested a trade. Right, but I'm saying, right, he he he, he could have said, I don't want to be here. Look what you just did. I'm just right, saying. Right, I agree. That, that was, that was when his image was still pristine. Right. And then it that was, was after that, right. that But that was the, the crazy part. You know right. what I mean? Like, you could ask for a thing. But don't say, I don't like what's going on here and sign a contract after you see what's right. going on here. That, that doesn't make like sense. Like you said, he was securing the bag. Right. And, hey, from a business standpoint, I guess that was good. But yep. Uh, Nick in New York, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Nick? How you doing, guys? I always started out saying it's not your show, it's our show, and that's why it's my favorite show. My man, and we All appreciate right. that. Definitely. I can't wait for you guys to come up to upstate New York. I know there's nothing to see up here, but I'd like where to Where you at? Where? What town I are could you get in? chicken wings, and I could put on a sweater. Where, where are you? <laughs> We're, I'm in Albany, so that. Oh yeah, how did, how did, I, yeah let I'm me just like say this real quick, Nick. The Go gray ahead. skies, Albany, Buffalo, Rochester. How do you do it? Like seriously, it's not the same. It's not the same when you say Albany, Rochester, Buffalo. All it's right. not the same. Help me with uh, Albany. I, I've been to Albany. It just seems like it's always gray, and and it's you know the weather's not great there, upstate New York. Rob, it could be blue skies, 93 degrees, it's still gray. Let me just tell you. That. Oh, is that right? <laughs> no, that's true. You know, I oh. lived in Syracuse, Rob. Right, you lived it's up gray. there. Yeah. yeah. Always, okay. I know yeah, it's but, crazy, but go ahead, make your point. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. Um, You have to think, like, if you had the choice between choosing um, Watson or Wilson, and I always think of, like, the squeaky clean image that Wilson has. That's why Denver took him. Not Watson. Watson had the baggage that came with him. Denver would have never taken him. These two, it seems like he had 95 yards last night. How do you have 95 yards in an NFL game as a quarterback unless you're playing like an elite Ravens, Steelers, Defense. It, right. it doesn't make offense. sense, right? It, it no, doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense. I mean, Kansas City's defense is good this year, but still, it just that's not not to hold you to ninety five yards. And honestly, you do my favorite show to listen to at night. It's comfort. You guys got me through COVID. As a football fan, as a as a sports fan, I appreciate you too, and um, I love to listen to what you have to say about my comments because honestly, you guys are the best in. The radio business. Wow! And I that person. Thank you, my man. Nah, for real. Rob G. Rob G's that. not. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Rob G. Can you send that Rob up G to uh, Scott smirking. and Don? Why are you over there smirking, man? He's Rob G. You should have saw. He was like, "Oh God, are you serious?" <laughs> I work with Ben Maller. I work with us. Uh, they, they obviously Steve haven't heard Hardman. the Odd Couple Zero because that's definitely right. that that top south radio. Is that is. Oh, is that what? I, yeah, the Odd, co- odd Couple Zero. Yes. <laughs> can we squeeze one more? In or no, that's it. Quick, well, we, we can go one more quickly. Yeah, uh, Dre in Michigan, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dre? 
Them two dudes, what's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's up, man? Uh, y'all got it. I think it applies more to Russell Wilson than Deshaun because Deshaun did go to a better situation and got his money. He just hurt right now. And plus, he at least he got excuses. We're still trying to get the rust off. Versus Russell Wilson, you was the king of Seattle. You had DJ Metcalf, and you had the other wide receiver. I forget his name right now. And you was, you was, you know, respectable. And now you got put in a situation with worse wide receivers. The line is bad. And then you got this uh, coach on the ego trip. So, but I honestly don't think Russ is done. I think if he goes somewhere like to the commanders with the enemy, that will just try to use him to, to what he's still good at. Uh, I think Troy, I'm not right. sure. Troy, I'm not. The, the, just why? I'm not sure. Well, he's I, I wish go I, somewhere. Right, but, gonna, I think they're going to get rid of him. It'll be interesting. But, right, I, but I'm not sure, Chris. I'm really not like just watching him the last couple of years. I, I, is there a magical elixir coming? I just. Well, he, he hasn't been. Look, I, his numbers are better than he's been this year. So, you know, his numbers, you just look at his numbers, you're like, ah, he's been pretty good, especially going into last night's game. He hasn't been as good as the numbers suggest. But he's been way better than last year. Well, last year was ridiculous. Now, last night was the first time he looked like the Russ from a year ago. So we'll see how he plays the rest of the way. But last night was just bad. Um, But I I tend to agree. I I think Washington might be a good spot. But we'll see. All right, Mike Golick Jr. is up next. But first... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Our next guest, co-host of the Gojo and Golick podcast on DraftKings. We're pleased to welcome in Mike Golick Jr. Mike, how are you? What's up, Mike? Doing well. What's going on, guys? How we doing? It's great. Great, great to hear man. from you, man. We missed you last time. You know, I was talking bad about you. No, listen. Hey, I deserve that. I got to put the hand up on that one. You know, we're at the point of the season right now where all the days start to blame together, and that's not an excuse, but it's just reality. So we got to play through it, and now we're back here ready to put our hand in the pile for another weekend. So there we, we go. go. All right. I appreciate <laughs> it. Can we start with, do it. with Denver? And the job that Sean Payton has or hasn't done. I I think uh, he said Nathaniel Hackett had the worst coaching job in the history of the NFL. I think it's on him right now. That team looks awful. What what is happening in Denver and Sean Payton? Has he lost his mojo? So I think we're getting reminded in a lot of spots in the NFL this year, see the New England Patriots as well, that – you can have a great coach. This is still a Jimmy's and Joe's game. And the Broncos are devoid of talent. Uh, defensively, we've seen them purge some of the talent there. Frank Clark gets released today. It's just the latest as the season spirals out of control. But offensively, you remember a few years ago when we were looking at the personnel on that offense and Cortland Sutton in that wide receiver room going, man, they're a quarterback away. Really young talent, skill group. I didn't see a damn guy that could get open in that game that we watched the other night. Russell Wilson has for sure lost some of the aggressiveness in his fastball. Sean Payton has tried to coach even more of that out, really making this a much more conservative offensive approach, play action base, get Russ on the move. If it's not there right away, we saw tuck it and run it, use your legs, all that stuff. But it's created a really low margin for error on a team that right now just does not have enough talent to compete. Mike, let's stay with Denver. We saw you mentioned Frank Clark gone, Randy Gregory gone, Jerry Judy could be gone soon. They're clearly looking toward the future. So, do you think that they? I mean, it's you think they'll move on from Russ in the off season, or maybe even bench him this season? And if he is cut in the off season, what do you? What teams do you think might be interested in picking him up? Whew. 
that's a good question and a tough one because right now the version of Russell Wilson that you got is just such a shell of the player he used to be. And I think at this point the style he plays just isn't conducive to what most offenses in the NFL want to do right now. And there's such a proliferation of great young quarterbacks. I really don't know where his next home would be. He'd be somewhere. I don't even know if it'd be a starting role at that point in time. But I also wouldn't be surprised that Denver does try to move on, mostly because for Sean Payton, you knew coming into this, your job was to revitalize Russell Wilson. You looked at this situation and wanted to deal aggressively. Remember Sean Payton when he was saying all that stuff about Nate Hackett? also said he believed that they were going to be a playoff team right. this year. And so I don't think this guy is going to sit around waiting for the future to start. He's going to pursue it aggressively this offseason by any means necessary. I know it's going to be a big financial blow, but I also just think this is going to be a team that understands, hey, right now we got a ceiling. we got a lot of stuff to fix, but quarterback's an easy way to jumpstart all the rest of that because that position affects so much of football. Hey, uh, Jordan Love got off to a good start against a couple bad teams, but it has been a slow go of late, not looking that great. Uh, do you think the Packers knew this, knew, watching him for three or four years you know, on a, uh, in practice, or is this a little bit of a surprise at how much he struggled lately? I'm sure somewhat it's a surprise, but we also know, hey, there's only so much you can learn in practice before you see things at full speed. You're always going to learn more about a player this way. And to be honest, yeah, Jordan Love hasn't been perfect. The deep passing has been really inconsistent, but also everything around him has been inconsistent on that offense. Aaron Jones has been in and out of the lineup with injury. Their offensive line has been shuffling around their best parts. David Bakhtiari on IR for the year. Elton Jenkins, their second-best offensive lineman, been in and out of the lineup. They just got Christian Watson back in that wide receiver room that was young and green last year. And so it's not exactly a sample size that lends itself to knowing exactly what you've got in this young quarterback right now. And unfortunately for them, they're coming up on high time where they got to make decisions about this. And so the Packers are in a tough spot, there's no doubt, because Jordan Love might just be fine. And fine, unfortunately, makes it really difficult to predict your NFL future when you've had two back-to-back Hall of Famers there. Mike Golick Jr., co-host of Gojo and Golick, the podcast on DraftKings, joins the Odd Couple. Uh, and, and Mike, um, let's look at uh, the Brock Purdy. The, the opinions vary; they're all over the place on him. From he's the next Joe Montana, really, people have said that. To he's just. You know, a decent quarterback in a tremendous system of Kyle Shanahan and all the weapons around him. Where do you fall on Purdy? Yeah, I think the problem with the Brock Purdy conversation is the way we talk about everything is it's got to be a binary. He's got to be a bum who's totally dependent. Or if you don't say he's the absolute best quarterback that exists, you're somehow a hater at this point. Right. <laughs> the, real, the realistic take is probably he's probably a top 10 or 12 quarterback right now. That's probably where he's at. He's played spectacularly in a system that we know. We look across the NFL. There's versions of it all over the place that help quarterbacks. We did this with Tua Tungabailoa, who was a first-round pick, so I don't want to hear it's all about him being Mr. Irrelevant. He's got all pros at every level on both sides of the ball around him. The complimentary football works well offensively. They've got one of the most gifted play callers in the league at the helm. Those are all things that help. A quarterback having help is not a crime, but when they don't have extra special skills, and Brock Purdy is many things, but he's not a space alien like Mahomes or Josh Allen or some of these other high-end guys around the league, Lamar Jackson. 
He's a guy with very normal abilities, but an elite processor, a guy who sees the field well, who delivers balls on time and gives the receivers a chance to get yards after the catch. So I'd say comfortably he's a top 10 to 12 guy right now with room to continue to improve because, remember, he still has not played a full season's worth of football games up until this point in his career. And so we're still learning more and more every week about what is no doubt a great young player. How about the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, one and five in the red zone. Just like they win. They're five and one. So you get not arguing about the wins and the W's. Just doesn't seem to be, doesn't look the same. Is, there, is, is this attrition? You know, you keep taking pieces away and you think, Patrick's going to be able to do the same. Mahomes is going to do the same thing. Some younger receivers, you know, uh, not as good as guys he's had in the past. What do you make of, of their offensive struggles? Yeah, it's a, it's a learning process. We saw this at the beginning of last year, right? Last year you had the newness of Tyreek Hill being gone and out of there. And the way teams had defended you had changed. And all these things and variables around Mahomes. And so I look at Kansas City like a boxer kind of working out his opponent in the early rounds here. A lot of jabs getting thrown right now taking in information, seeing, and guys, maybe this is just a benefit of the doubt because of past accomplishment, but I kind of look at the Chiefs and go, they're going to figure it out because they have figured it out constantly. We've seen so many different versions already in the short time Mahomes relatively has been the starting quarterback in Kansas City that him and Andy Reid and whoever the current coordinators have been able to come up with. So I have a trust in this team that's going to be really hard to rattle until we get later in the season if these problems continue to persist. Because right now, I look at these as the growing pains of a young receiving core, knowing, hey, the foundation's pretty strong. you got the key pieces on both sides of the ball that you needed back from last year. You've got a great offensive line, a defensive front that's able to get after the quarterback, and everything else I kind of think is going to fall into place. All right, there you have it. Mike Golick Jr., co-host of the Gojo and Golick podcast on DraftKings. Great stuff, man. We Thanks, appreciate Mike. you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Peace. All right, Rob Parker is worried about the 5-1 Kansas City Chiefs and their Jordan-esque quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. We'll find out why next. A couple. Fox Sports Radio. Wowsy, wowsy, woo-woo. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're the I Couple. Live from the TireRack.com studios, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining a motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place is wonderful, so bundle and save at Progressive.com. Rob Parker, it's time for Shekel City. Two, Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. All right, let's do some uh, football for this coming uh, weekend. I'm going to do some football. Nothing really uh, happening here tonight, but let me give you a couple of picks, and I know we got the pigskin pickoff. Uh, that's coming up a little later on, but I got a side ticket that I have put some uh, shekels down with my boy Chauncey in Detroit because we can't do it here in L.A. All right, here we go, Chris. New Orleans Saints, minus one and a half. They're in Houston to take on the Texans. I'm going to go with the Saints. Also, the Jaguars coming off the big win, Chris, uh, against Buffalo over there in Londinium at the Batcave. Londinium. Londinium. Uh, Four and a half points. uh, Minus four and a half. I'm going to take them at home against the Colts. Maybe this is where they turn their season around, you know, after that win against Buffalo. And here's the other one, Rob G. I know – the Patriots will win because now I'm putting some money down against the Patriots after they've been blown out, Chris, the last couple of weeks, and now they'll blow out the Raiders. You know how it works, right? But I'm going with the Raiders, minus two and a half. It's just a wow. field goal, Chris. But think about this. This is how much disrespect the Raiders get. Match. Josh McDaniels, Bill and Bill Belichick. Belichick. But but just think about this. They've lost. What they lose? Thirty eight to uh, something and thirty five nothing. You know, like the last yeah, couple yeah. games. 34 nothing, 38-3. Right, and and somehow they're only uh, minus two and a half on well, the, the road. The Raiders are a bad team. I know, but my <laughs> God, but the New England's bad too. All right, so again, yeah, here's something for Sunday for you. Put this into your hat, under your bonnet, and smoke it. Uh, here we go. Saints minus one and a half points uh, against the Texans. Jacksonville's minus four and a half points hosting the uh, Colts, and I'm going to take the Raiders minus two and a half against the Patriots. There you go. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. 
All right, Rob. And last night, did you bet on the Chiefs or not? No, I I did not. I took the uh, I took Denver, no, and of course they did not cover. It was ten and a half, Chris, and, and yep. Kansas City won by what? Eleven. <laughs> That's why they call it gambling. That is why they call it gambling. Right. Well, you you uh you brought this up with Mike Golick Jr., but you got you've got concerns about the Chiefs. I, I just don't like the offense. I don't. I don't like what's going on. I don't know if it's the new coordinator, Chris, the younger receivers, uh, one and five in the red zone against a team that gave up a seventy piece. R- really, like, like I'm shocked by that. They've only scored uh, more than twenty eight points once this season. They're a prolific scoring team. That's strange. They scored under twenty twice. That only happened once all of last season, and they've done it twice already. And we're only in, what is this, week six? And they scored yeah. under 20 twice. Yep. And the Chiefs scoring offense is down five points per game already uh, from last season. So those are the things that I'm looking at and just saying it doesn't feel the same. Where are you on the Chiefs and the offense? I, I think They're right winning now, games, but I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. And both you and I picked Baltimore to get to the Super right. Bowl out of the AFC. You know, we, we'll stick with that, and I'll stick with that. Right now, I think looking at it objectively, I would have to say Kansas City is the favorite in the AFC. Uh, and I hear you, like, they haven't looked. We're used to them putting up 30 points a night, and they just haven't done it. And and if we keep it real, every team in the AFC that's a contender, Baltimore has had its issues. Cincinnati obviously trying to dig itself out of a hole. Miami's defense is they're vulnerable on that side of the ball. Buffalo is inconsistent. Jacksonville hasn't been as good as we expected. So, yes, the Chiefs have some things that you're concerned about, but with their track record, uh, I would give them the edge as the favorite, but I think a few things, Rob. The defense is might be the best that we've seen from them in a few years. Uh, the defense is is really good, and my main concern about them is their receivers. Not Patrick Mahomes, not Travis Kelsey, but the wide receivers. I don't think Rob they have a number two receiver. Forget a number one wide receiver. They don't have a number two. And they're waiting for one of these young guys to pop, and maybe they will. But that, to me, is the biggest issue with them. But I I do think with Mahomes, I mean, even last night he threw for over 300 yards. Um, I, good question, though, is do they miss the enemy? You threw that out there. What What is your feeling on that? They don't Air look the B-enemy same, but it's a combination. It's two things. It's the receivers and Learning a, a new offensive coordinator. I know Andy Reid is the offensive guru too, but you, you got to take a look and and say it looks different. Like like just looks different. And uh, you know, there's still a long way to go in the season, right? Yeah. We're at the yeah. third point, and maybe they'll they'll get to that point. But it just there, there's one. No, they, they don't look as dominant, right? I mean, that's right? undeniable. Yeah. I mean, they're winning kind of ugly. Last night was kind of an ugly game. Yeah, well, and and you mentioned the red zone, Rob. Last year they were second in red zone efficiency as far as scoring touchdowns when in the red zone. This year they're seventeenth. Wow. Yeah. So that's a big, um, they big right? Yeah. There's a difference. You know, they put defenses or I should say opposing offenses on guard because remember in the past it's like man we got to go for touchdowns because they're gonna score touchdowns. Right. 
Now they're having to settle for some field goals. And, heck, if Denver had any semblance of an offense last night, they might have been able to win that game. So, all right, we got two hours left on a funky flashback Friday. It's the Odd Couple. Keep it locked. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.